The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready? Go! Brace yourself. All right, everybody, listen up. You wanted a better outdoor radio show, and we heard you. Yeah! An outdoor radio show for all people. Sweet! A show that all others will be judged. We are at the point of no return. You demanded it, and we created it. You basically yell everything you say. Oh, yeah! Let the revolution begin. Let's crank it up! Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. We are going ice fishing, yeah! <laughs> yes! With he's the man! Is that Super Mario Brothers? What is that? Someone looked that up. I thought that was Looney Tunes. That definitely wasn't that. Uh, anyway, so we are talking the road less traveled today. So, yes, we are going ice fishing uh, with Steve Panaz. I'm excited about that. Tell you what, he's got some great stuff to say about ice fishing, especially this time of the year when there is ice. And then we're going to... In a van down by the river. We're not going <laughs> to live in a van down by the river, are yes, we? Yes, we are. Oh, uh, no. Jim Kenzie. All right, uh, he is the van man, adventure hunter. Uh, it's coming on, going to be talking about... Uh, and sea ducks, elk hunting, uh, took a massive mule deer hunter. He's actually right outside of Lima, Colorado. Yeah, he's actually towards the end of the show. We skipped over Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy's on the show. I don't even think we need to mention Cat Daddy. Um, he's here every single week, boys and girls. We like him. We don't even pay him, and he shows up. Uh, anyways, <laughs> all right, so no, we Cat, pay him not to Cat show up. Daddy is joining us, and I think he's got some uh, new like um, bait recipes for us. Oh, it's like elderberry wine or <laughs> something like that. All right, so he's going to be coming up on this week's show as well. But first, let's get to hey, we got to get to old uh, Steve Panaz. Yes, the um, uh, Lake Commando guy. Holy. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Here's Steve Panaz. The road less traveled is on the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. This is going to be awesome. Now kicking off a two-parter with Steve Panaz, host of Lake Commandos on Outdoor Channel, Sunday mornings at 1130 Eastern, plus co-host of Garmin Stone Cold Fishing, Sunday evenings at 8 Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. All right, Steve, you're the Lake Commando guy. Yeah, that, that's Lake Commando's on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, Sunday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Plus, he's the co-host. This is such a fun live show, Garmin Stoke Cold Fishing, that Sunday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, that airs on um, Outdoor Channel's Facebook page and also Lake Commando's Facebook page. Is that right, Mr. Steve? It is, actually, Outdoor Channel's Facebook and, and uh, Lake Commando's and a few others. That is such a cool show. It's a seven-part series. Uh, you co-host, and you guys, you give away, first of all, amazing stuff, but at the end of the seven-part series, you guys are going to be giving away a Garmin Live Scope. Is that right? Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's the ice bundle. It's the greatest tech on ice, and uh, I tell you what, if you had a chance to fish with the Live Scope, you'll understand you you learn a ton, and it's just simply a lot of fun to watch fish respond. Yeah, I thought you were going to give away bitch Petrie. 
<laughs> Nobody wants I don't him. Know where to be a <laughs> he says he knows where all the fish are. Now, with that live scope, um, you can actually hook it up to a TV, can't you? Yeah, one of the things we've done at our wheelhouse is actually hook it up. Uh, if you use the right unit, which is the 8610, you can run it right from the unit to a large screen TV. And what I'd like to do is actually split the screen and run a camera as well as live scope and watch it on a 50-inch screen so when those fish come in, they look like a four-ounce bluegill looks like a 10-pound you know, walleye. <laughs> well, speaking of a uh, 10-pound walleye, um, you had on a gentleman, I can't think of his name, he's, he's a guide from Wyoming, and he was talking about pulling like a 40-pound lake trout through the ice. That is amazing. Yeah, that's insane. Shane Dubois, a, a guy yeah. out of uh, Flaming Gorge Reservoir, which is on the border of uh, Wyoming and, and Utah and caught his first fish of the season was a giant yesterday. Wow. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, the, the whole gist of the show is to celebrate ice fishing across the ice belt and, and really bring ice anglers together, share some tips, bring some great guests in and get some good prizes. Well, you know, the interesting part about ice fishing, you know, you really don't know where they're at. And so you do have to do a lot of searching, don't you? Yeah, I, I mean, it's easier today than it had been, but with the mapping available and uh, the side viewing sonar technology that's out there, it makes it easier. But you, I've, I've learned again yesterday, we had hundreds of fish underneath the fish house and very few actually wanted to bite. And so it, uh, it helps with the search, but uh, the, the catching is still the tough part. Yeah, now you had mentioned the ice belt, Mr. Steve. Would you say that people should start also looking? Because, you know, a lot of people love to travel for ice fishing instead of going to, like, Lake of the Woods or something. How about you have mentioned before going to Montana? Have you done that yet? I have. I fished Lake Hepkin near uh, West Yellowstone. I was stunned by how good the fishing was, but the scenery is just insane when you're out there in the mountains. And I think more and more ice anglers are looking to destination-type trips Cascade Lake in Idaho is, is very famous now for giant perch. And there's people making the 14, 15, 16-hour drive to go wow. perch fishing uh, on there. So I think ice fishing is one of those new frontiers for anglers because they realize they can go out, catch fish, be comfortable, have fun. And it's a great sport that's uh, actually very, very popular with women these days uh, because it's it doesn't require a boat, then it's easier to get out. Yeah. Now, with the wicked cold weather, Mr. Steve, that uh, we've kind of all been experiencing, but especially you guys, I mean, seeing places up there, it's getting like negative 42. Uh, lots yeah. of great ice accumulation, but there's also a lot of people out on the water. So what are like your 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 stone cold tips, let's say, for fishing these high pressure lakes, getting away from the crowds, smaller baits? What are you doing? Kind of both. I mean, one of the advantages of having good mapping is it allows you to find locations, really study them. Why are they producing fish? And uh, and then to look at other areas of the lake and say, hey, this place has the same sort of characteristics as the spot that is producing fish. I should go check that out. And a lot of times other anglers uh, aren't looking in those spots and it allows you to find unpressured fish. But on, on waters where you are catching or, you know, dealing with fish that have a lot of pressure, downsizing typically is a good way to go. Lighter lines, smaller hooks, smaller baits, more precise presentations um, can be key. Yeah. Now, question for you, kind of off topic for just a second. Mr. Steve, you're you're a fishing Hall of Famer. We watch you on Lake Commandos. He's a fishing nut. Garmin stole cold fishing. I mean, you've been around for a while. You're an exceptional fisherman. What did you say, like 10 years of Lake Commandos? That is just tremendously insane. Cool. Um, 
But you know what? Even Steve Finaz has a bad day. Yeah. Okay. Do you find that people put an immense amount of pressure on you because you are such a fantastic angler? We've seen you for years and you, you give out great tips, but people's expectations of what can be done are sometimes unattainable, unachievable. You know, it's funny. Uh, at ICAST a couple of years back, Bill Dance came up and says, hey, you can't let people beat you on air. <laughs> I've thought about that a number of times. The, the truth is, we take some of the best guests, some of the best anglers in the country, and they join us on air. And, yeah. And not every day is going to be your day, but I think the real focus of the show, and one of the reasons it's been a success, is that people realize we're out there to build patterns, and the whole goal of the show is to help people and other anglers really figure out the process of here's what I'm seeing on air or here's what I'm seeing, you know, on the water today and here's how we're responding. And here's the response of the fish to that response. And when you got two good anglers in a boat, usually one figures it out. But do I get beat? Yes. Do I get beat often? No. <laughs> hey, Steve, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Hey, we've been talking with Steve Benaz. He is the host of Lake Commandos on Outdoor Channel Sunday mornings at 1130 Eastern Time. Plus, he's the co-host of Garmin's Stone Cold Fishing, where Steve Austin comes in on occasion. Yeah, yeah that's Sunday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel's Facebook, Lake Commandos Facebook. Uh, just hop online. Follow them. You're going to love it. It's a live show. Great format. Awesome questions. Uh, Mr. Steve, though, what is your website, buddy? It's uh, LakeCommandos.com. And obviously our Facebook page is uh, very active as well with Lake Commandos. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Part two with Steve Benaz. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Mrs. Bunny's fish grilling tips and recipes are brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Troubleshooting grilled fish. Ever had trouble grilling fish? Here are a few tips to make the next time go a little smoother. Number one, always start by wrapping fish in a paper towel to draw out excess moisture. Number two, make sure your grill is hot, well-oiled, and clean. Three, coat your fish with olive oil. Four, season your fish with a delicious mix from High Mountain Seasonings. Five, put it on the grill and don't try to move it until the flesh releases from the grill grates and then give it a quarter turn. Six, flip once and repeat. Depending on the fish, you'll want to cook them anywhere between 7 to 10 minutes for every inch of thickness. Visit High Mountain Seasonings to spice up your next catch. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, no one will ever love you more than Jim and Trav will. Wow, that's pretty creepy. Call the boys now, 785-846-7647. And don't move. The Revolution will be right back. On Major League Fishing Saturdays, there's adrenaline in every cast. We got work to do today. And a pace that'll make your heart race. That's what we're looking for, baby. The high stakes intensity of the Bass Pro Tour. Let's get this party started today. And the prestigious cups. I mean, it don't get no cooler than that. Followed by all angles with exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes highlights. Dude, this is ridiculous. Major League Fishing Saturdays. It all begins at noon Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
I'm telling you, I think there's something there. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and The Road Less Traveled. Now let's get back to Steve Panaz, host of Lake Commandos on Outdoor Channel, Sunday mornings at 1130 Eastern, plus co-host of Garmin Stone Cold Fishing, Sunday evenings at 8 Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking the road less traveled. And, of course, during wintertime, you don't travel as much when you're fishing, but our guest does all the time. He travels all the time. That is Steve Panaz. He is the man. He's the host of Lake Commandos, 10 Seasons Outdoor Channel, Sunday mornings at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time, plus the co-host Garmin Stone Cold Fishing. That is Sunday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Outdoor Channel's Facebook, Lake Commandos Facebook, and a couple other places. You know, um, on the last episode of Garmin Stoke Cold Fishing, you had an expert on, and it was really interesting, Mr. Steve. You guys were talking about how air temps affect water temp and what happens impacts the fish, what happens to temperatures under the ice. You know, it's just yep. not like what you think of ice fishing when it like grumpy old men. There is so much <laughs> Oh, there's science. drinking involved. Yeah, there's a lot of drinking involved. <laughs> but no, I mean, there is so much that goes on and you guys break it down. I love how you bring in these experts and you talk about this and, and you make it so clear. You know, you're, you're talking to everyone here. I thought that was really fascinating, though. I, you know, the, this is one of those frontiers where, you know, it was 21 below here the other night. And, and the question <laughs> is, how does that affect the water temperature beneath the ice? And I think a lot of people think that the water temp is 32 degrees, Yeah, you know, from the top to the bottom. And that's actually not the case. And in some cases, when you've got extended freezing periods, that cold temps can drop down several feet from the surface and really affect the fishing. And it may be a situation where you got to fish deeper than you can't, you know, then you probably should be in case of, uh, if you want to do release fish from, you know, a walleye on a 35, 40 feet of water is not going to survive. So it's a question of, you know, do I risk the harming the resource by going that deep and, uh, or, you know, killing a trophy fish. And so those are questions that, uh, anglers should ask. Yeah. Now in the, in the cooler temperatures, uh, you know, I even think it's in the summertime, but nevertheless, uh, they're a little more lethargic. The fish are now, is it a slower presentation that you do? You know, I've watched guys with tip ups and, uh, they, uh, the bait just sits there, but they catch. Now, what's the deal on that? Do you fish slow or you just let it hang there? Jim, I was out, I was out in the fish house the other day and it was cold. It was a negative 15 or 20. And it was one of these fronts that came in kind of harsh from a warm day. And on the camera, I actually watched bluegills, uh, and they were just sitting belly to the bottom all around the fish house. Mm. The next day we had a warm up and these fish are up off the bottom. So one of the things that I noticed right away was the activity level was much greater. It's not that the fish aren't biting. It's almost like they just don't move enough. Yeah. To come grab the hook. And, and so going slower, making the presentation easier for them to bite. If you watch a bluegill on camera, I mean, there's times they'll come up and try to grab that bait eight, ten times before they actually get it in their mouth. Wow. And the lighter lines, I think, are key because it allows that bait to move as they suck in the water around the bait. Horizontal jigs put that, that hook in the right position. And uh, it's just those, some of those little things that can make a big difference. That's cool, too, with that live scope because it lets you see that entire water column versus like a flasher where, you know, you only see like three to four feet of the bottom. 
Um, that's really cool having that technology so you can actually see that unfold as it happens. I'll tell you, we did a shoot uh, for Lake Commandos a couple years ago on Lake Mille Lacs with Danny Thompson. He's a good friend. It's uh, actually a, a rep, the northern rep for Garmin, but he's also a very passionate uh, walleye fisherman, tournament angler. And one of the things that we learned right away on, on LiveScope is we could spot these fish. We could make casts to individual fish. We could watch their response to our presentation. And this one morning we were out, We had uh, I had a little chartreuse jig and a live leech on. Mm. And I had two or three fish blow up to the bait like 100 miles an hour and then turn at the last minute and and, and not hit. Mm. And I couldn't figure out what it was, and it hit me. I said, they don't like the color. Oh. And switched over to a black jig, and the next three fish you know, raced to hit the bait, and the bobber went under. Oh. The second thing that we learned is we started seeing fish suspended off. You know, we were 25, 30 feet of water. We were seeing fish at 12, 15 feet down. Just individual fish about every hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. So we made a cast over to one. It was a 27-inch walleye. Mm-hmm. Next fish came up. It was a 26 and a 28. Whoa. And we, I, I had never in my life realized that these bigger fish, for some reason, tend to suspend more often than small fish. And it was really the key to getting big fish. And that's a, a thing I would have never learned about live scope. You know, one of the things that, uh, that I had done, I fished with Randy Fight. Do you know Randy Fight? No, I do not. Okay, he's uh, he was a bass uh, master angler and so forth. He specialized in deep water fishing using a big Johnson spoon, uh, changing the treble hooks and so forth. And he would catch those suspended fish at 25, 30, 35 feet just by jigging. I mean, that's that's something you could still do, right? Yeah, in fact, a lot of the uh, the bass pros today are still using flutter spoons. And uh, I had a chance to fish him with uh, Justin Lucas one time on a lake in Georgia. So I, I really kind of understood they look like they're way too big. There's some of them are like eight, 10 inches long. It seems like, <laughs> oh. yeah. and, uh, but they, they do trigger strikes and they do catch fish. And it just kind of shows you that, uh, we probably still only scratching the surface on what that makes work. And that's one of the things I like about Lake Commandos because when you're forced to use a single pattern for your two hours that we're fishing together, mm-hmm. you know, we pick two patterns, mine and my guests. And, you know, we got to, figure out how to catch fish on that one pattern. And I've learned a lot over the last 130 episodes in that these things work a lot better and a lot more often than you think. But when you've got 18 rods on the deck, you switch <laughs> up a lot. Yeah. And I, I've learned that uh, that's not always the best thing to do. Yeah. Hey, we got to leave it right there. Uh, we've been talking with Steve Panas. He is the host of Lake Commandos on Outdoor Channel, Sunday mornings at 1130 Eastern Time. Plus, he's the co-host of Garmin Stone Cold Fishing. Sunday evenings at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, that's on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page. Also, Lake Commandos. I could have done 130 episodes of not catching fish <laughs> is what I would have done. I uh, have. <laughs> this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Now, is Lake Commandos on My Outdoor TV, Mr. Steve? Absolutely. And uh, I've really been blown away by the response. Uh, so i got to thank everybody that's been uh, tuning into My Outdoor TV. It's... Uh, it's been really, really popular, and I, and I, I, I just feel blessed that we've been able to uh, to uh, air Lake Commandos as long as we have. It's been uh, awesome, and I think this year is probably our best ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, Jimbo, who we got coming up next, hey, man? Coming up next is the Kansas cat man called Cat Daddy. Uh, he is definitely not the same caliber of angler as <laughs> Mr. Steve. Uh, Mr. Steve, God bless you. We love you. Happy New Year, buddy. Thanks, guys. 
The story of one man. Bass. I kiss fish to you. My tackle ain't brand new. I catch them like Van Damme. They put that money in my hand. That's right. Spinnerbait. Pay up, sucker. He's trolling. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. Check this out. He's a lean, mean, swine-shanking machine. That is a uh, rare breed. That's a Himalayan rock pig. Ham it up with Pigman and Pals every Sunday night on Sportsman Channel. They'll be bringing home the bacon as they put a serious dent in the world's feral hog population. Now, it is just out of control, man. If it's edible, it's on the menu. Everything we shoot gets processed. That's exactly what's going on. Join the fun. Pigman the Series, Sundays at 8.30 on Sportsman Channel. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our catfishing guru, the proprietor of the beanhole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking the road less traveled on this week's show. Before the break, we had Steve Finaz. He's the host of Lake Commandos and also Garmin Stone Cold Fishing. Yeah, now, Cat Daddy, you know, Steve was saying it was like negative 42 below. Yeah. That's not nearly cold enough for you, is it? Oh, yeah, plenty more. <laughs> That's plenty chilly for old Cat Daddy. <laughs> That's where certain body parts try to hide in other body parts. <laughs> That's when... uh Everything freezes over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, one good thing about being that cold, though, the ice is really thick. You know, so yeah. I guess. Yeah. You, is they it, keep that, too. <laughs> yeah. It, is, the, is the ice getting thicker out there in uh, Topeka? Yeah, the, ri- man, the river's still still flowing good. You know, you got a little ice around the corners of it. And yeah. The, lake, the lakes ain't really what you call ice-worthy yet, so we got a ways to go. We had a little colder temperature for a while. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be out there acting crazy, walking on ice, you know. Yeah, now you said before we went on there that you wanted to talk about some funky stuff. What do you want to talk about? Well, let me tell you, boys, you know, it's time to go get your plastic gloves. Uh-oh. Your rubber gloves, the thicker the better. Okay. Get all that stuff you've been saving all summer previous. Get it ready, take it out in the garage, get all your buckets together and start mixing it up. Oh, so we're going to be making some Man, bait. I uncovered my green worms, my oh. mulberries. Uh, they're so potent right now and been fermenting so long, they smell like whiskey. <laughs> Oh, geez, OP, really? You can't catch him, we'll get him drunk. <laughs> I, I I thought you were talking about a proctology clinic here. Let me tell you, man, I got ground up toads, ground up leopard frogs, ground up night crawlers. I got some of the funkiest stuff you've ever laid your eyes on, man, let alone a 
up your nose. Yeah, now, is that for chumming? You can't put that on a hook, no, can you? No, no, I'm mixing that with all my baits. I'm getting ready for the dip season. Oh. The bean hole. I'm getting ready for the bean hole and previous to the bean hole. When the water's a little chilly yet, like, oh, the end of March, first of uh, April. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> April, and, uh, you know, the water's still chilly, but the bait's so strong that they can't miss it. Mm. Now, after it sits for a long time like that, and you've got it all ground up and you start mixing it, does it kind of congeal to make a glob? Is that what it does? Well, my grinders are, are, are fantastic, man. I got a drill out there with an old paint whipper on. <laughs> it, it just tears that stuff up. And all this stuff's been fermenting all this time, see? Yeah. So uh, it, it's a uh, do or die. Now, it would be neat if you got, like, one of those paint mixing machines. <laughs> you know, you put the stuff in there and, like, shakes it up. That would be neat. <laughs> that would be, be just fine. <laughs> but let me tell you guys something, man. Hey, this stuff ain't, you know, this ain't no fooling around now. Yeah. These fish love this stuff. Leopard frogs ground up. Ooh, you can't beat that. You mix that in with your bait, you know, your dip bait. You whip it all in there. It gives you a good cheese base. Ooh. You got that gut head. Oh, man. It's, it's, uh, all them fish that go crazy over, you know, for d- different times of the year. When it gets a little hotter, you use a different type of bait like my mulberries. Mm-hmm. I get that mixed up in that dip bait, man. That, oh, boy, you can't beat it, man. Mm. You cannot beat it. Yeah, a little bit on a cracker and you got going on. Yeah. Now, that's kind of interesting that you do that because you got, you know, your beans that you use in the summertime and then you have your mulberries and then you got your different frogs and stuff there. Um, oh, yeah. You, you know, man, it's just like eating a good steak. Then turn around and, and there's your dessert right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, have you found between the the channels, the flatheads, the blues, whatever you're going after, do they eat? Do they have like discerning palates? Does one species like favor a, a, a different bait over the other? Is that why you have so many, or is it well, just a seasonal? It, it's seasonal. It just depends on the time of year that you're using it. Yeah. How they like it, how they prefer it to be more than others. Mm. Oh yeah, you know the hotter it gets, the better it is. But early in the season, when the water's still chilly, you want to get some of that superb grand funk out there, man, where it cuts right through that cold water. And yet they can still smell it good and taste it even better. Now I have a really stupid question for you. Do let's say a big old male or a big old female, do they like different? Baits, you know, because guy like a lot of women have a sweeter tooth than a man does. I mean, well, you know, you get around pre-spawn, you know, you know how them women get; they'll eat anything, <laughs> crazy food, you know, oh pickles on peanut butter, stuff like that. <laughs> okay, now, now the thing is, you, 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 you're fermenting your Elastic. beans for the bean hole. Okay, do you mix this stuff in those fermented beans and then throw them out? How do you do that? Well, I tell you, you know, sometimes I do, but I really like to mix the soybeans when they're dry. I mix them up with some uh, beef blood, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, or, or, or something that's got a really super strong scent to it that will soak up into them beans when they draw that water and, and blood up into them. And when you go disperse them out into your bean hole, they, man, they'll sit there and just ferment and blood and push that scent out with them beans. They done soaked it all up, you know, while I was in the bucket. And, and when you dump them out like that, man, it's just like a 
it's like the heat you see coming off the top of a heater, you know. I, I can just imagine how it is down there. Yeah. No, no, the thing is, <laughs> just to bring people up to speed, there we've got a lot of new stations and so forth. They're not totally familiar with Cad Daddy, but when we talk about a bean hole, he has fermented soybeans. Okay, he finds a place where there's a drop-off, maybe 9 to 15 feet, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a creek channel crossing or something like that, and then he flings this casting distance out, these fermented beans. They go to the bottom. That draws in the uh, the catfish and so forth, and other fish as well. But nevertheless, that is what we're talking about when we're talking about a bean hole. Man, it's just like ringing the dinner bell now, I'm telling you. You keep going out throwing in beans out like that, and then fish just hover around there, and they get their bellies so full, they back off, and, you know, they, they burp a couple times. <laughs> they come back in, get their belly full again, mm-hmm. and when they do that, you know, they're out there eating some of that good-smelling bait. I'll tell you, man, bean hole fishing is just fantastic. Yeah, now, not trying to get too personal, like, ask you how much money you have in your bank account, <laughs> but... Oh, that ain't no problem. How many, how many, I, I just really want to know. You've got a really nice place. you got a shop out there. You have all your fishing equipment. Big it, yard. It, it looks like a Bass Pro Shops is what it looks like. How many <laughs> five-gallon buckets of bait do you have? Like, honestly, how many? Right now at the moment? Yeah. I got 50. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's just for the first week of fishing. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got 50 buckets, five-gallon buckets of bait out here right now. All, all different. All different. All different, yeah. Oh here, here's God. one special question, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want. How many blenders? So, of- hey, I got some out here with a red X on them. You don't even want to get close to them. <laughs> How many blenders? Of mamas, have you ruined over the years? Well, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about that on air. <laughs> Not to ruin a marriage. <laughs> I got a hell of a grinder out here, though, boy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, uh, people, everybody <laughs> wants to get out on the water with you, man. And now really is the time to start preparing and making plans for those spring or late winter, early spring, middle spring, summer fishing trips. Do you have anything available moving into 2022 here? You better believe it, man. Uh, my books are wide open. So come on, bring it on, Long John. I'm ready. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Cat Daddy. And, of course, if you like to email Cat Daddy, you can send a, an email, maybe latest and greatest. Maybe you've got a, a, a recipe for catfish bait. He'd like to see it. Send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's right. Now, Mr. Cat Daddy, where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. All right, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out. YamahaMotorsports.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, we got Jim Kinsey. He's the co-host of Adventure of Hunter on Sportsman's Channel, Mondays at 8.30 Eastern Time. Exactly. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you so much, man. Hey, all you folks out there want to get a good ear bender, listen to Jim and Trav on The Revolution. You know us, and we know everything about the outdoors. Connect with The Revolution on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will continue in a moment. If it's head-turning trick shots you're after, or an unexpected polar plunge, Viral Outdoors has you covered. That's what I'm talking about. We're throwing up our tents around the country and serving up the world's best hunting and fishing viral videos. Y'all ready to see some? Get ready for Viral Outdoors, Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, 
on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back and the road less traveled. Keep your mouth shut and try not to cry. Now kicking off another two-parter with Jim Kinsey, co-host of Adventure Hunter on Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking the road less traveled on this week's show. Uh, before the break, we had Cat Daddy yep. on. Had some interesting things about making catfish bait today. But our next guest, man, he is on the road less traveled. That's right, Mr. Jim Kinsey. He is the host of Adventure Hunter alongside his co-host Brandon Nelson. Uh, there's sports. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Mondays, eight thirty p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time. Mr. Jim, you crazy van man, how's it going, buddy? Hey, it's going great, guys. Jim and Trev, thanks for having me on this morning. I'm really excited to uh, talk a little bit about season two and. Yeah, we've been on the road less traveled all across America. Now, you got to fill us in, man. Now you really have, you know, you put your nose to the grindstone, you and uh, your co-host Brandon. And basically, you've been like living out of your van for the past year and a half. How is it going van life, traveling, hunting the countryside? How is it living out of your van? Well, it's, it, you know, at first it looks like the glory life, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to live out of van, I'm going to travel all over the place. And it has its challenges. Yeah. You have to be a minimalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can't, yeah, yeah. you can't take the kitchen sink with you. You can't have all the extra stuff because there's like not a lot of room in it. Yeah. And, uh, and especially when you, you bring on guests, you know, I've had so many cool guests this year, but when we travel around, you'd really have to pick out what you want to bring what you don't want to bring because you run out of room real quick. Well, it's really neat. Um, very innovative on you guys' part. Cause when you step back, you know, 40, 50 years ago, it was common for families or your dad and your grandpa. You'd go travel. You'd stay at the KOA. You'd stay at national campgrounds. You get your park permits. National forest. Yeah. National forest BLM. That was common for people to do that. And we got away from it. Now we're buying these plane tickets. We're staying at the best Western blah, blah, blah. You know, do they have a continental right. breakfast? Who knows? But I mean, really, do to, they have a pool? Do they? I, yeah, Jim does. It's called a lake. <laughs> and but the cool part is, you get to see the scenery. You get to meet the people. You know, you get to see the culture. It's there's more to it than going out there and just pulling a trigger or releasing a bowstring, man. Oh, it's the entire oh, it experience. Is. It is the entire experience, you know, and to touch on that, you know, when you can open up your, your van uh, door, the back doors and with your feet just hanging out into the cold breeze and be looking at, you know, uh, the, the mountain range or this public land that belongs to you and me and to be able to just jump out there, go hunting and take a beautiful deer or an elk or, or a bear and then come back to the van, cook it up and sustain my, my, my life, my family, my friends and the camaraderie of it all together. That's what I think makes Adventure Hunter such a cool show. And, you know, like I said, some of the guests I've had this year, I can speak on like, for instance, like Taya Kyle, you know, um, author of American Wife, widow to Chris Kyle, American Sniper. We spent time in uh, Eastern Colorado, right around Lyman. And we went out in three days time. We took two beautiful, you know, beautiful bucks. And we were able to take those and sustain our families, you know, for the year. And so that's the type of, you know, storytelling that I like to do. 
and it's just been a, it's been a blessing. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to pay taxes on that view, do you? No, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> well, they tax you one way or another. They yeah, get it out of you. Yeah, so the, you the, might pay for it in the long run. <laughs> the price of fuel, dear God. Um, exactly. Now, going exactly. going back to this hunt in eastern Colorado, you're with uh, Taya Kyle. What an awesome experience! That mule deer you took, though, gosh Almighty, is he massive? He was. He's beautiful. You know, we didn't know exactly how big he was because. We just knew he was good, and he was 537 yards. Oh, and um, wow. so, so yeah, it's a little bit of a poke, but that's one thing that you know, it's it's not that you I would normally shoot that far. But I spent a lot of time training with guys like Chance Gianelli and um, uh, Jack Neville, guys that are like literally the walking born identity. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Jason Bourne, the most dangerous person in the room. You know, <laughs> so I <laughs> I felt confident that I could make that shot, and I did it, and. uh you know, I was blessed with a beautiful buck that I guess uh, I wrote an article and it's going to end up on the front cover of Eastman's, I guess. Oh, no way. Really? Well, it looks like he's yeah, got man. a rocking chair sitting on his head. I mean, there's yeah, points everywhere. Yeah, he's an eight by seven. And, uh, I, you know, like I said, we walked up on it and the outfitter, my buddy, uh, Alex Nestor, who invited us down, God bless him. He, uh, he knew, you know, I think years ago he guided Chris on, a, I think, a mule deer hunt for another outfitter, but. He, uh, he, he, he said, Hey, come on down. I'll help you guys out. And he literally opened the, the, the doors and put us onto a, a lot of the actual, it's private ground, but it's, it's ground that he ain't gained access over because a lot of his friends, you know, are, are farmers and they are ranchers and they, you know, they work the land. And so he, he has built those relationships over time, which really just helped us in the long run. Yeah. Now, obviously you're talking about rifle hunting, something of recent that you've gotten yes, into Mr. Jim. Uh, hunting with pistols. Is it Magnum Research? They make the Desert yeah. Eagle, don't they? They do. Oh, I love those guys so much. It is yeah. the most famous handgun in Hollywood, 100%. It is like, it, when you pull that out, people are like, ooh. <laughs> you know, they just know. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it commands the room, you know. And I had Kerry Barlow. He's uh, He wrote Famous Friends with Chris Young. He's a, oh, yeah. He's a singer-songwriter out of Nashville, and that was number one this summer, but so, uh, you know, I had Carrie out to, uh, out to Kansas. We were hunting in, I think, Unit 16 and it was awesome. We both were able, uh, I took a, he took a really nice buck, I think, on the, the last day of the hunt. And I, uh, I actually missed a deer and I'm, I'm going to show it <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> yeah. One. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit, a little bit further shot than I, you know, and I kind of missed, but it, that's hunting. You, you don't get everything that you shoot at. And I was able to take a deer on the last day. I actually shot it with a rifle. Um, I was down to the last hour of the last, literally the last hour of the last day. And oh, I had wow. been there for the entire season. So I was able to get that year. But, you know, Carrie, what an incredible human being. He is in the spotlight in Nashville. Like he, like he, everybody knows this guy. Mm-hmm. Yet he's willing to come out and show everybody that he's all about hunting and sustainability. And God bless him. Yeah. yeah. Now your program, Adventure, uh, was actually based around your van. And the, the first time we had you on, you were talking about how you build it out, how you met uh, Brandon and so forth. And have you made any changes to the van, any improvements? Or did the yes, first actually, time was uh, great? Yeah, yeah so I, I worked with a company called Van Compass. Um, and those guys went in, they gave me a, I think it's like a three-inch lift and a bigger suspension system. And it's like they call it like a stage six, but they're, they're right out of Post Falls, Idaho. So if any of you van lifers are out there to look and do some cool stuff for your van, look up Van Compass. Uh, they're, they're just amazing. So yeah, it's got a way bigger presence now and a bigger stance. And it literally, when you drive down the road and you take washboards or anything, people are like, Oh, you, your van can't go there. I'm like, bro, 
yeah, I'll hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll go there. Hey, while you're holding while you're holding your beer, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Yes. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be back up, guys. I'm right okay. Here. Hey, we're talking with Jim Kinsey. He's a co-host of Adventure Hunting or Hunter on Sportsman's Channel Monday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, Jim's the host and his co-host, Brandon Nelson. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Jim, before we get to break to learn more about you, Adventure Hunter, all of your partners, where you're going, where you've been, man, where can we find you online? Yeah, AdventureHunter.com. Think of the word venture with van in the middle. All right, you bet. Part two with Mr. Jim right after this. Please accept our apologies. The following will be horrible. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And Jim Kenzie. All my life, I've dreamed of this moment. Chef Scott Laseth is cooking up the world's creepiest critters. Let's eat. You with me? No. <laughs> Iguana, hagfish, and wild boar are just some of the tasty items on this season's menu. I'm cooking smoked pigeon street tacos and whatever else I can think of. That fish is perfect. It's nothing like you've had anywhere. Hey, dead meat! <laughs> dead meat, Mondays at 8.30 p.m. On Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Hit it, guys. Let's go. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Talking the road less traveled on today's broadcast. Now let's rejoin the boys and Jim Kinsey, co-host of Adventure Hunter on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking the road less traveled in this week's show. And, of course, we talked with Jim Kinsey in part one. And this guy, he has an adventure all his own. Yeah. Now, you're into season two, Mr. Jim. How many states, how many places have you guys been to, you and your co-host, Brandon, since you guys first kicked off Adventure Hunter? I'm looking at a map right now you guys posted. And holy crap. You have been so many places. Oh, we've been all over the country. You know, and believe it or not, uh, so I'll give you an example. We did a two-part series in Hawaii to kick it off. And oh, yeah. people are thinking, well, how did you get your van there? Well, we didn't. We, we actually rented like an Airbnb with a bus. Did you really? We <laughs> converted into a van. <laughs> it was like this van life. We lived in the jungle. We had snow running water. We had like rainwater on tarps. We had to, it was insane on demand, you know, hot water that the stuff we were catching out of 50 gallon barrels off of these tarps. It was crazy town. Like, but that's the van life. And like, <laughs> there were pit bulls running around and it was just kind of a crazy part of the island. But we got through it and we were able to hunt Spanish goat, mouflon sheep, axis deer, which are all invasive to that part of the world, which we ended up eating and, mm-hmm. and cooking. So uh, it was a neat, that was a neat deal. We've been, um, we already talked about Taya Kyle in eastern Colorado. We've done that. We we did a black bear hunt in Montana, spring bear. We did a bow fishing, uh, you know, invasive species, you know, the common carp with AMS bow fishing right there in Montana. I mean, it goes on and on. You know, we did uh, Chad Jackson, you know, and I think it was in California doing a. He's a famous big wave surfer that Brandon went out and they surfed these big waves and then talk about sustainability and so forth. So that's all part of, you know, what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's been it's been just a blessing to be able to travel all over the country. And believe it or not, we're 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 going to, in season three. We're headed to Argentina. Oh, oh, wow. wow, really? Now, one one hunt yeah. you did, I think, is really neat. 
Um, and we recently had uh, the Eichlers on. They went to Kodiak Island. Um, but oh, yeah. you guys went to Kodiak Island, took some awesome uh, blacktail deer. But the sea ducks, man, that's a tough hunt. Oh, was it fun? It was incredible, and it, it's such a it's such a different type of a hunt because I hunt ducks or in a blind or whatever. So in Alaska, there there's certain rules and regulations on how you can hunt from a boat. It has to be not powered. Um, it has to be you know engine turned off. But we were just basically we would just hide in the boat, and then we would drift. You know, the wind drift us up on these ducks. That we're up on where the fresh water would come off Kodiak Island into the ocean and the, all these golden eyes. And, uh, yeah, yeah it, it was just, it was the most incredible <laughs> different way of taking, you know, ducks than I've ever done. And we filmed some of that and, you know, I'm, I'm executive producing a brand new series that comes to the sportsman's channel in July, Sunday nights at 7 PM. It's called the Overland Chronicles. So I go on one hunt a year with them, which basically, you know, uh, worked into me being, <laughs> Uh, on Kodiak Island with that crew. So you'll hear more about those guys in the future and we can bring them on as well. But, uh, what a, what a neat group of people. And we ran into a lot of brown bears. Uh, they tried to steal both of our deer before we even got to them, like two different bears. So oh. there was some drama. Wow. Yeah. Like drama that's real that you can't, like, it's not created drama. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, by the way, there's a, there's a huge bear coming, Dad. This is my son. He's now one of my cameramen. And, you know, we're shouting at this thing, and we're trying to drag these two bucks away from the alders while we have our guns shouldered because, you know, these are apex number one. You're yeah. Kodiak Island brown bear. Now, now I was going to say Overland Chronicles. Now, your son works on that project too, right? Yes, sir. He's uh, So he, he shoots a lot for me on Adventure Hunter, and he also – I hired him and about four – three other cameramen and one director – to take over that, that help that with that series. And, uh, same thing, Overland vehicles, but this time they're in, you know, they're in trucks and, uh, they like, we have a kitted F-350 kitted to the tilt and we've got a <laughs> Toyota Tacoma. So yeah, it's going to be really cool to see, you know, Q1, you know, Adventure Hunter, Q3, 4, you know, Overland Chronicles. All right. So make sure you watch all new season two Adventure Hunter Sportsman Channel Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Host Jim Kinsey alongside his co-host, Brandon Nelson. And you even got a new mascot, don't you, Vanny? I do. Yeah, Vanny Vancher, my silver silver lab. Uh, he is incredible, and you're going to see him this year on the show, Hunting Ducks. Uh, he, does, he does a stellar job. Oh, now, do you still have the PSE Stratoflight Express? I'm looking at a throwback photo. I just want to know if you still have it. <laughs> I thought that was Kevin oh, Costner. <laughs> I wish I did, because that thing would be in the Smithsonian right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and them kicks. I'm going to tell you what, them kicks were legit, dude. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know about me. Is Back in the 80s, I was a break dancer. I could break dance. <laughs> oh. Everybody's like, nobody's business. So I might have just... My- <laughs> People don't know that I like to dance, and I still do, even though I'm older. But uh, and I don't do the break dancing anymore. I break my hip. But anyway, yeah, good times. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so one more time, Mr. Jim, to learn more about you, your co-host Brandon Nelson, Adventure Hunter, your partners again, Sportsman Channel Mondays, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Where can we find you guys online? Yeah, adventurehunter.com. Think of the word venture with van in the middle. Adventure. That's right. All right, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Hey, by the way, is the first season of Adventure Hunter on My Outdoor TV? It is on myoutdoortv.com. Log in today, check it out, and see what we're up to. All right, here we go. Uh, Mr. Jim Kinsey, got to get your break. Love you, buddy. Okay, be good. Cheers, guys. Can I borrow your internet? JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. 
I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had medical problems. He told me that it was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word AL. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about the road less traveling. Of course, Steve Finesse is down a long, winding road. Uh, and Cat Daddy, he fell off the road a long time ago. <laughs> off uh, the wagon, too. Yeah, plus uh, Jim Kenzie, Adventure Hunter. This was such a fun, enlightening show. It really was. I'm excited when I have these guys on because they have so many neat things to say about the outdoors. Exactly. All right, Jimbo, last word. Hey, last word is get out there, even though it's cold, maybe. Get out there and uh, take some kids fishing. You know what I'm saying? Hammer home firearm safety. That is what you need to do. Uh, we will return it next week, boys and girls. we got a great lineup next week. I can't think who it is, but we have some wonderful <laughs> it's really people. great. Now, peace out. God bless you and the United States of America. Thanks for listening. We love you so much. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.